Okay, if I can see it on my YouTube. You can see it on your YouTube, Sierra? Uh, let's see. Yep. I got the love. What the super chat is in effect. Super chat is in effect. Peoples. Hey, see, are you starting from season one with Dark Side of the Ring, or this? Mm -hmm. or are you just watching this season? Mm -mm. I'm starting all the way from the beginning. So I watched the first two seasons. I, th I think I skipped like a couple episodes, but I watched every episode for this season because you know this is the, this is them coming back. This is right. Like they had a mm -hmm. mid-season finale. Right. Yeah. They. I think the last episode from this season was in June, give or take. I think that's at least that's what Hulu said. So. Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. I remember. Thing is, like, I, I also want to know when when they filmed this because Jericho did the whole thing as the. What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, like yeah, the narrator? Yeah, so so they did this a little while ago. So okay, so I wasn't tripping because I'm like that boy sound familiar. Oh, it was Chris <laughs> he signed up for the whole third season. He wasn't he wasn't doing it before. I think he, right, let, me get, Chris let, me, let me get these let me get these intros in real quick, Kenzo. All, All right, right. Go ahead. my man JJ here, KK. I mean KK. CL's here. Ken, Kenzo the Great's here. Everybody's here. <laughs> we we'll have better we'll have better ones for everybody later on. Right now it's me. <laughs> I already know my attitude is. How did I get I'll be using those for my Call of Duty. We already know. But if y'all here, y'all already know what it is. Uh, if y'all here, y'all already know what it is. We're here for the dark side ring. We're going to talk about that. We'll talk about this shit later. If you're new to the YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Hit that super chat so we can answer your questions. We will try to get the other questions as well. But super chat will definitely get you answered. Subscribers everywhere on CL's page, my page, Kenzo's page, JJ's page. We appreciate y'all. All the goodish. Let's go. So, CL, take it away. Ooh, so, this past Thursday's episode of Dark Side of the Ring was dark. And it got dark real quick. Um, of course, they covered the plane ride from hell, essentially. Um, and it's one of those things where I keep seeing a lot of people like, why is everyone upset about it now? I think for what everyone is that everything that we have heard previously was rumored. Um, we had no confirmation. It was all alleged kind of thing. And then hearing everyone's points of view that were actually there made it all real. Um, so we actually have a question already. And... First question is, what are your thoughts on cancel culture going after Tommy Dreamer? Mm. I'll let y'all go first. And I'll oh, I was, okay. I'll I, I go ahead at it. Um, I got a whole thing of views on cancel culture. That could be a whole video by itself. I was arguing with everybody the other day with Mike and uh, Juan. Think about it is, right? Everyone's shocked about Tommy Dreamer because he was just so adamant about I've never seen Ric Flair do because again, this is something you see with you know people are friends with certain people. This happens all the time. It's like, 
oh, I've, I've never seen this type of behavior. He might play a little joke, but it's not. The thing is, that, that's one of the things about the episode is, again, we've all heard rumors. From what I remember of hearing about this, because remember, this happened in 2002. This is nothing new. Mm-hmm. So we've heard little rumblings for years. What I always remember hearing is Ric Flair always opened his role, but it's a thing he did. He did okay. But they always said with the boys. That was very something that was always attached to it. It was okay, you know, because I played football. You see some shit in the locker room, just dudes being stupid. But ain't no anybody else in there. It's just the dudes and everyone who in there, they can leave whenever the fuck they want. It's not 30,000 feet in the air, number one, and it ain't putting, it's not grabbing nobody and all this other. So I think Tommy Jr.'s nonchalance was like, he didn't acknowledge mm-hmm. it at all. Like, JR said, he's not sure what happened. No one reported to him at the time until after they dealt with it after. And Rick obviously didn't face no consequences because he's fucking Ric Flair. But Tommy, he, he was completely saying, mm-hmm. basically, Rick did nothing wrong. Rick does all the yeah. time. It's gonna be Rick. Fuck it. That's what Tommy said. Yeah. That, that was basically it. So yeah. that's what the big yeah. problem is. So that's why, because you you notice a very distinct lack of people directly coming for Rick Flair. First person, mm-hmm. possibly because everyone knows at some point in time. He started living this character. That's why the man been married how many times, all that stuff. Like everyone knows, it's like, so it's like, oh, Ric Flair did this. Okay, we're not surprised. So like, same thing when when the story came out, not story, but when uh, they were doing the story, the storyline with Lacey Evans, reports are Ric Flair didn't mm-hmm. want to do it. But it was such a Ric Flair thing. I feel like it had to be Ric Flair's fucking idea. Like mm-hmm. he started being the character. For what Tommy Dreamer, this is not what we know Tommy Dreamer as. So it's like he's supposed to be a locker room leader, all this other stuff, and for him to be just like, nah, whatever, fuck it. It's Ric Flair. He would never do that. That's that's what the problem was. Mm-hmm. Now, JJ, what you, oh my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. JJ, what are your thoughts? I think my thing about cancel culture is I think at times it is extreme, but at times it is just. I mean, there there are people do wrong shit that they should be, you know, challenged for, and obviously Tommy Dreamer is not gonna go you know, face anything legal, face anything, you know, like financial in that sense. But with cancel culture, you know, like endorsements, stuff like that, things that could affect them will affect them. And sometimes it's the only way to get justice on people who have done wrong. I mean, come on. Like, if, when I heard it, I, I couldn't believe I heard it. There was no way. Like, he started off, like, that clip you sent me, because I hadn't seen the the episode, Um, not until you sent me that clip. You sent me that clip, and it started off like, all right, you know, if Tommy Dreamer said, you know, Talking about Ric Flair swinging his, his shit around. All right. That, again, like Kenny said, that's locker room shit. That's, you know, someone mm-hmm. just doing something, whatever. And then last 30 seconds of the video talking about grabbing that woman. I'm like, God damn. Like this, like this went from like, all right, like, you know, kind of funny to, nah, this this isn't cool at all. But, yeah. And Dreamer not going to face anything unless cancel culture come at him. Mm-hmm. Impact already said, uh, Gotta let you go. It was like, that's it, my guy. Get out of here. Sia, what you think? Um, so I don't know how much or how involved you guys are with the WWE network. Um, I know a while ago, probably like maybe a few years ago, there was an episode of Story Time. Story Time. Yes. Right. Where they briefly talked about it and they made light of it. It was a joke. Um, it was a gigantic joke. Right. And the way, if you listen to Rick's story, right, um, which I actually played it earlier to make sure I wasn't tripping, where Rick is just like, oh, well, you know, they asked me to put on the robe. So I put on the robe. 
and I was naked and they were all on me. And, you know, she told me to sit down and to sit on her lap. And, you know, we were going at it for nine hours. So if you listen to how Rick explains it and he's all laughing about it and there's other, you know, um, WWE superstars at that time that were commenting on it, it was, that's just Rick. And at some point, it seems like the only person at the time that held him accountable was JR, was Rob Van Dam. Um, you know, those people really stuck out on that particular episode as the people that were just like, this shit's not right. And yeah. no one stopped him at that time except for Dustin, who had his own issues, it seems like. Oh. Um that's a yeah. that's a whole thing. Yeah, we're Dustin. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people at first were like, oh, everybody is great except for, or everyone was bad except for Dustin. And then I was like, did they watch the same episode? Because I, I, think, I think with Dustin, personally, it's a little different because he he was being very, I, I wouldn't have wanted the attention. I'll say it like that. But the thing is like, a lot of people like you know he was he was hurting like he was he never got some people say he never got over the divorce but I, I think at this point in time a lot of times passed now but like they were just they were freshly divorced they on the same plane God knows why and he they are they fucking drank as that episode made very clear three carts I, a liquor cart on an airplane a ain't full cart they they <laughs> drank three of them so it's like and oh, he wow. sat there wouldn't let go to PA and saying to his the, heart out like. <laughs> If we talk about everything that happened on that plane, it's not the way. <laughs> right, right. He was far less on the totem pole of, I guess, I'm of sure, things that I'm sure that's were why bad. People don't about it either, though. So it's like, I know she, she's like, yeah, okay, I can't get out of here again. We on a plane, like you had a plane big, yeah, yeah. You're in the air. You ain't escaping this shit, except unless you know, except Vince and his wife, who apparently didn't pay attention to a damn thing that happened on this flight, even though they That's are. what I didn't understand. It's like, how are you at the front and all this commotion is going on in the back, especially when Brock and Mr. Perfect were right. back there fighting. And it's just like, oh, we're just going to sit here and mind our business. Yeah. What? <laughs> before, before we move on to the next ones, so what I think about Tommy was like thing like JJ said when it first started, and I was watching the clip. I was like, whatever. You're like, okay, cool. I almost like ended it because I was like, this ain't anything anyway. And then I let it play out, and then I heard the Rick shit, and I was like, damn, this is crazy. What made it worse is in the end, obviously, when Tommy even goes further, he's like, well, if it was that serious to her, then she wouldn't have to, she wouldn't have took the money. She would have actually took it further than what it did, which makes it worse. Classic thing people say when like oh why didn't they like people don't understand the point of view from a victim standpoint like because they, they they just think oh if it was me I wouldn't have took the money which probably isn't true number one yeah this thing with like well that's what made it worse for me with Tom because I was like yeah bro you you really are here right now so that was that and then like I sent you guys in the group chat it made more sense now when Batista came on the reunion and he was like keep it in your pants yeah oh my god that's right. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was an inside thing that they had that you know we all laughed because it's Ric Flair, Batista, blah blah blah. But now you know there's more clarity to it, so now it makes more sense. But yeah, as a person who come from them type of locker rooms, there's always people who do certain shit, and everyone finds it funny. And then there's that one person that don't find it funny. When you the person who don't find it funny, people make it make you feel to be like 
hey, what's wrong with you? Then you think about it. No, y'all just all stupid. Like, like, some people not down for some shit. Let it be. Like, Guarantee you, we're gonna get a, a series called Surviving Ric Flair. Guarantee you, before the end of 2022, there will be a Surviving Ric Flair, and all his ex wives are gonna come forward. All the women that he's ever slept with, potentially, or did something with, are gonna come forward, and we are going to hear all about it. Um, just alone with the fact that RVD, he was very honest. You know, that's why people didn't hate him because he said, this is what happened. Unfortunately, this was the reality at that time. It felt normal, um, but it wasn't right. Just like they used to drug women. What? And each other all the time. And each other. They literally said, don't leave your drink open. The other right. one is, I work, I work in medicine. You use that for uh -huh. anxiety and you use it if you can't sleep. It's for insomniacs and anxiety. You don't mix that shit with alcohol. It's, a, it's already a tranquilizer by itself. Mm -hmm. Putting that shit with alcohol, you can end up, they, like they said, like seeing someone frothing at the mouth, some of them found funny. Like, what? Are you crazy? Like, that's that. why Scott Hall, he was like, I'm pretty sure someone aged on me on the plane. And which yeah. makes sense because he was from everyone's story. It seemed like he was asleep majority of the entire yeah, situation. He, he, when, when previously asked about it, he had nothing to say. He's like, I don't remember it at all. Right. So he's like, listen, I'm not denying that I possibly could have ripped her shirt and pulled her clothes. I just don't remember anything that happened. And I mean, it makes sense because he had to get carried off the plane. And to everybody and else, they thought, they thought it was him being him because he was already going through that shit at the time. But he's saying he was trying to be better. Somebody probably H-bombed him because all these guys are dicks because that's how they treat each right. other. So and we, we won't know because I'm pretty sure if you go around... Who, who was age bombing people? No one, no one admitted to being the person to do it, even though we have this plane of all these people on there. So we don't know. Mm -hmm. even though, like my guy just could have done it to himself and 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 to fall asleep and get his ponytail cut off and he was pissed. But that doesn't mean he wasn't the one age bombing people. That could have been anybody. Like, right. It's not. I mean, a I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we'll get to this topic on another day. But just a really quick thing. Just think about what the wrestlers now say. Like, the locker room is so different now. Like back then, it seems like it was so toxic. Yeah, and now, now they're just all getting along, pushing each other, playing video games, like just kicking with each other. Like, if I was a wrestler, although I love from what I know, I love the wrestlers back then, but I would rather be in this locker room. I don't want to worry about my fucking hair getting cut off or being age bombed or shit like that. That's crazy. Yeah, definitely. Um, I actually saw someone say on Twitter, it was like, if this was the locker room that Undertaker was so proudly defending. Oh, I would rather be. I have something for that. So the way you escape these things in the locker room is you either you in the click, you in Bone Street Crew, because the Undertaker didn't get down like that. So that it was him. It was it was him. Uh, who else was in there? I think Rikishi was in there. It was a couple of them who was in Bone Street Crew who was basically making sure the click didn't go too wild. Which, as you know, Nash is part of the click. But then you got in the click, you got people like you know Triple H who don't drink. He's like, he was their designated driver all the time. So as he was also you know making sure, okay, y'all boys get wild, but don't get too wild. Obviously, caveat: what do they decide is too wild is also going to be a problem. But we can say the locker rooms improve. They make fun of people like the New Day for playing video games in the locker room instead of drinking beers because they still do make fun of people for that. That is still a thing from certain people. Like Mox, after every match, he has damn near a bottle of whiskey and a smoke. But again, that's not problematic by itself. But then at the same time, it's like speaking out happened 
two years ago. Like, was it two years ago? Beginning of the pandemic. So we could say it's better, but it ain't that much better because we still got this type of shit going on. Like, we could say something is improved, but they ain't holding right. So let's get a hot take now. Well, let's see how I'll do it. Knowing what we know just from this this episode, do we cancel Rick? <sighs> yes. So, personally, I think he more than likely should have been canceled just off of the strength. But I think if it's not going to happen this episode, right, next week's episode, I don't know if anybody saw what next week's episode is going to be or the clip for that one, um, because now he's going to have, you know, the LGBTQ community coming after him for next week's episode. So... Obviously, at this point, it seems inevitable for him. I have seen that he started to lose endorsements. Um, and I guess the only person in this situation, I'm not even worried about Rick at the same time. He's old as shit. I'm worried about Charlotte. Um, the backlash that it might take on her. And also, we have to see, okay, what is AEW going to do? Because if they were lining up to have Rick as Andrade's manager, mm-hmm. how are they going to work this? Yeah. Like, they, yeah. it's too sticky right now. They may not want that type of negative attention on them. They, sure, they want attention, but I don't think they're going to go that route. Uh, um, they that. Yeah, I don't think right now that that's going to be the, the wave. I think we're going to see maybe Chavo coming back to be Andrade's manager uh, or some shit. Because <laughs> One thing on that, but is it canceled for you? Oh, yeah. Rick's done. Rick's done. Kenzo? All right. Here's my thing. I have a very nuanced take on cancel culture. Again, not going to get into it. But here's my thing. I'm, I'm always for uh, counsel more than cancel. The thing about it is Ric Flair is an old-ass man. He's been doing this apparently for years, and no one gives a shit. So it's like, I mean, would it really be canceling and not bringing him in? I mean, because Ric Flair should have retired several. He has retired several times. Like, again, take him off a couple commercials. Okay, whatever. Take about the public light, but like like Superfly, Jimmy Snooker, people knew things about him, and even to this day, it's like okay, he's dead now. Don't talk, don't besmirch his name. Like this man is not yeah. a, you don't just become a good person because you die. Like that's mm-hmm. not how that works. So the thing is like Rick Flair's old. He's not gonna learn. I'm sure he's not in the same physical capabilities to have done something like this again. But keep him out of spaces where we have to see him all the time. That's how I feel. Like I'm not saying cast him old. Take him off the network and all this other stuff. Never see Ric Flair again. I'm saying like we just we don't need him on AEW after that. Right. Um, I think I need I think I need a little more for Ric Flair. I mean, it's not about the main man shit because I don't give a shit. It's Ric Flair. Like he, he isn't my goat like most people is. So it's not anything like that. It's not that old. So, you know, but if it's like but if it's like one one incident, which I doubt it is. But if it's one incident, it's like Kenzo said. Like people do do stupid ass shit. So maybe it's just something stupid he did, and then that was the last of it. But obviously, if there's more shit that comes out like this, way more than that, then yeah, he's canceled. Like, like I said, he's not my goat. So to me, it isn't a big thing. Like, oh yeah, well, let me save him. He's a made man. Like, I don't give a shit. If you do wrong, you should be out the door. Period. Yeah. So let me ask you something. Do you think from the way that RVD and Tommy Dreamer and their opinions? Did it sound like it was just that one incident? Because oh. it didn't come off to me like it was just the one incident. It, Look what Dreamer said, though. The way they made it seem to me, I, I might have to go watch it again. 
made it seem like he was just like what Kenzo said before, like he was just literally always being around the boys flashing his dick. That's how I took it. Like it was just it was Rick. Like Rick was always naked, period. I will say the way Tommy said it, it's like, and I've heard this because again, I'm, I'm a man who played sports all my life. I've heard some some of this shit from shitty people all the time. The way he said it, he basically said, Rick Blair get bitches all the time. Why would he have to force himself on anyone? That's basically what he was saying. He didn't say it, but that's what he meant. Like you're Rick Blair. Yeah. You gotta force himself. You're Rick Blair. That but again, when you're not the person, because when you're not the victim, when you're not the friend of the victim, you're not looking at it from that view. A lot of times it's easy to say, Oh, Rick Flair was being charming and she fell for his charm. No, that's that's not what happened. Yeah, so from that perspective, like I said, like I just took it as he was always naked, he was just always like doing dumb shit. To me, that's whatever. But if they would have came out and said, Oh, you know, he was always running up on women doing shit like that, then that's a whole different thing. It's like, oh no, you gotta go, bro. But I didn't gather that, but I could I could be I'm wrong. leaning I'm leaning more towards the fact that he always did it around women and there was just the women that were okay with it because it was oh my god, it's Ric Flair. Yeah. That's so how I they accepted it. But tell me you went this far to say how big dick how, how big his dick was. Like we, we didn't, right. I didn't No, he got a hammer. Why not show you dick? Um I, I don't know about most people. But the people not showing their dick is not, they're not, not showing it because the dicks is little. That's not why we all wear pants. That's not how that works. <laughs> Like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? That's that's how I'm like, yeah. You know, the crazy right. thing to me is that Tommy Dreamer has two daughters, two yeah. twins. They're or twins and they're teens. So it's like if your daughters came home and they said that this had happened to them, would you have the same energy? And that's if you said. do, like, are you gonna blame your daughters? Like, oh well, what did you do to make him do that? I hate that. That's what I said. That's what I said in the group chat. I said, "What would Tommy have done if they did that to his daughters?" Because I have two girls, and that shit ain't flying with me. You're right. All right. To get back to what you said, real quick, before we go, if y'all watching, it's a giveaway. If we get about 500 likes on this video, I'm saying, y'all comment. I'll find one of y'all, and I'll send it out. Y'all already know what it is. Can I enter that or what? Yeah. After we get 500 comments, I mean, 500 likes and comments, we'll do it. Um, I'm in the brush off ring rants. He said that busted open radio also cut Tommy. Didn't know that. Mm -hmm. I, I just yep. thought it was, interesting. but I don't want, I don't want you to think that we brushed over the quite the comment. So about the, the AEW thing with uh Chavo, they said that Chavo was working on Young Rock too. That's why he he chose to get written off. Oh, that shit about to get taken off of Hulu. I gotta watch that for a season. I think they take it off on Monday. I want to see if it's let's, let's see if it's like I'm watching the first episode. It's good. Let's see what the fuck going on. It was de it was decent. I, I feel like, I mean, this is a whole other thing. Okay, so I have a friend, because whoever don't know, whatever, whatever. I used to work in TV and film. So I have a friend that he does hair and makeup, whatever. So we always have this thing, because with Rock and Batista, whatever. So I was like, man, you really go hard for Batista. And he was just like, I just feel like Batista is always genuine. So I was trying to put it together. I was like, well, what do you mean? And he was like, you know, Rock just seems like he's just always in character. Like, he's just always trying to sell something and he's just you never really get Dwayne. You always get The Rock. And ever since then I've been watching and I and I you know I do love The Rock obviously, but I, I do feel like every time you see The Rock it's, he's selling something. Obviously he does has his genuine moments cuz he does give back, he does do all that so not no shade. But every time I do go on Instagram I do feel like what I'm about to buy right now. Selling that tequila. Yeah, and with, and with Dave. Right. And with Dave and with Dave, when you watch Dave, you actually get his thoughts. You actually get how he feels. He, he actually goes against people when they say shit he don't like. So, you know, I get it. But I do think 
The Rock is one of those people, like Ric Flair, like Undertaker was for a while. They just always in character. Undertaker did it for kayfabe reasons, but mm -hmm. The Rock and Ric Flair became The Rock and Ric Flair. That nigga not Richard Flair no more. That that's yeah. Ric Flair. That's just who he is all the time. He just well, like if, if you do watch if you do watch Young Rock, I think it's a separate episode. He says that his dad always told him stay in character, like be the character. Yeah, but that's when kayfabe was alive and well. He he was an adult in the late nineties. You can let shit go. But like I said, I, I'm a rock fan, so the rock can't do any wrong. He seems to make everything work. So, you know, like like y'all, y'all like Fast and Furious, but I only I only liked it more when the rock came on. I thought he made it more exciting. Fast and never not hit. All right. Ever since, uh, that's not I got a Miami bias thing. So once too fast, too fast, I'm like, hey, keep eye on this and never look back. Let's not stand here. It ain't never not hit. All right. Yeah, that that's a whole nother. Yeah. All right, go ahead, see. Let's, let's let's keep it going with the episode. What else did you get from it? All right, so um, also in the episode, we have the incident, which I guess also was minor in the grand scheme of things, with Michael Hayes getting his ponytail cut off uh, by X-Pac. Like, first of all, I didn't even know X-Pac was even on this flight. Me neither. I had to watch it. Like, I had to rewind it because it was, I was like, who? Who did they say? And I'm like, and his voice just came off crying. Like he said his piece for like two days. He didn't come on screen. And that was it. Was, it was brief. He said his piece and he was out. Like, yeah, I Listen, did it. Fuck it. I'm not about to touch this. He was like, nah, like, I'm gonna tell you what I did on the plane, and that's it. Which is also interesting. Like, again, because there was they got a whole ass plane. There was not only 10 people on this plane. Why are we only talking about 10? What was the rest of these people doing? I, we need some more. I'm not gonna lie. Because again, every time you hear about this story, we heard about Brock and Mr. Perfect. We hear that all the time. Because mm -hmm. giant motherfuckers wrestling on a plane is a story. We've always heard that. Okay, that is what it is. We've heard about Ric Flair getting naked. We've heard a little bit more now. I've heard. I think I heard the Michael Hayes thing. I just didn't care. But I don't remember them saying it was X Pac before. So okay, that. So we're down to what? That's what four, five people that we get. Ralph Van Dam says on Flair. That's six. Mm -hmm. Justin Terry Runner. That's only eight people. They got a whole plane for eight people plus Vince and no, hell, no way, no fuck. Especially since four right. of those people were in the front. Vince, Linda, Jim, and Terry was up there. Mm -hmm. so, where's the? This, this is a big ass plane. This this usually would sit a lot more. They they just put only first class seats in there. Right. What was everyone else doing? Was everyone else? Back? I mean, again, they finished three liquor carts. It's got to be at least like twenty five wrestlers. Like they all pretty big, but Xbox ain't. Like everyone wasn't. Like I know this is Vince Land of the Giants, but. Well, everyone wasn't Brock Lesnar and Mr. Perfect, so. Right, right. What's going so on? where was everyone else? Oh, he's what were they doing? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Michael Hayes thing is like whatever. I mean, I would have been pissed having hair. I know I you would have been pissed. I'm I would have been pissed. Okay. Cut my shit. Like there would have been a problem, especially especially if it was X Pac. It would have been a problem, but <laughs> it wasn't that big. The the big thing to me was Brock and Kurt, and Kurt fighting. That was that was a big thing for me because one, you know, really? yeah, because. Obviously, that's crazy as fuck. You got two big ass six four dudes on a plane in the air, actual wrestling, uh -huh. both of them, fucking, fucking wrestling, right. breaking while I'm in the fucking air for like fourteen hours, like with my life on the line over the Atlantic. That's crazy as shit, mind you. What is everyone doing? Are you are you guys passed out? Are you getting fucked up? Are you egging it on? Like what is happening? They was watching. Was, no, they was, they definitely that's started out egging it on, then realized. When they hit that emergency door, because everyone doesn't know that the door can't open because of pressure, but it can like be slightly ajar and then you fucked anyway. But everyone's like, "Oh shit, they hit the emergency door." Okay, we gotta stop fucking around now. Yeah, but then you know that Mr. Perfect used it as a promo on WCW. Yeah, he said he was the one that fucked Brock up in the air. Yep. 
Now, the fucked up thing about this whole situation is this ended with him getting released. Like, let's look at the wrestlers that were on his flight that got released versus the ones that didn't. So, obviously, Mr. Perfect got released for his antics on the plane. Well, okay. you know, like this was like the last straw because everyone's like, oh, you know, Mr. Perfect. Because who was it? Uh, Mike Kyoto. He was like, oh, you know, he's the best ribber. He was always like, he made it seem like everyone thought it was, he was funny. But I'm guessing if you like Kurt Henning or if you whoever else is on the end of these jokes, it wasn't funny because I'm pretty sure JR said specifically that Vince said that he got to go. So I'm yeah. guessing Vince was tired of his. Well, this, this was like the last straw, basically. Right. So he ends up getting released. Um, of course, Scott Hall ends up getting released. And I was like, damn, he was sleeping, though. <laughs> like, uh, but he just assumed that he was sleeping so much because he took all the drugs and that this just wasn't the environment for his sobriety, um, which in hindsight was probably for the better. So he got released. Then, of course, Dustin got fined. Um, so that was interesting because he was put with the choice of either releasing him or just fining him. So it looked like essentially he got fined just for singing on a mic. Mm-hmm. I'm hey, like, damn, bitch, was that crazy? Got some strange shit in there. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, I, I've heard some of the stories about these contracts. So it's like you, you, you go in there knowing. Again, that's that's why it's a big. We get into the Andrew Yang thing, but All right, so let me ask a question. Mm-hmm. So, we have Scott Hall on the plane, right? Mm-hmm. We have Rick Flair on the plane. We have X Pac on the plane. Where was Kevin Nash, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels? Oh, ain't no way Diesel was not on this plane. Ain't no fucking way. <laughs> Assuming they were on the plane. Ain't no way Diesel was not on this plane. Ain't no way. Right. Which is what I'm saying. So, why didn't we hear nothing about them? Because you know. That's what I'm saying. There's some stories missing here, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, which is like what I said. Like it's scary because obviously everyone knows HBK is my goat. But it's like, what are we missing? What are we missing? That yeah. episode comes out, chance man. It's gonna be rough. It's gonna Can be so. Can you imagine? Rough. It's gonna be a part two. It's gonna be so rough for me. Yeah. Because you know, because because you know, Sean had that incident when he got beat up by the Marines. Yeah. Yeah. Because suppose suppose there was something with the chick. Like, did he violate her and they and they whooped his ass, or was it just Shawn Michaels was a handsome dude at the time and they were just they were just jealous of him? Like, what, oh what's wait, the, what's the real yo, story? Yo, remember Insurrection 2003? The headliner was Triple H with Ric Flair versus Kevin Nash with Shawn Michaels. They're on this damn plane. This shit mm-hmm. is they because remember to this I, and I think this incident actually had other effects because we talk about when I'm watching all this stuff, you know, behind kayfabe. You know, as a wrestler, you can charge your own travel. Partially, probably because of shit like this, because they get a bunch of you motherfuckers together and you gonna do this, so, right? I, so, there's if you're telling me Rick Flair's on this plane and Kevin Nash is on the plane, so gotta be Diesel there, gotta be Shawn Michaels there, gotta be Triple H there. They're best friends. They go everywhere together, and this is the time they're not in charge of their own travel. They got a whole ass plane. They on this plane. They on this plane. Because what got me was Scott Hall don't go by himself. No. Or at least without, without he doesn't go by Kevin Nash. And then if X Pac is there, no shade, 
but X-Pac is like low totem pole. So if you have Ric Flair and you have Scott Hall there and X-Pac is there, those other two got those other three gotta be there. I'm telling you. Watch we're gonna, we're gonna get an episode. It's gonna be dark side of the ring, other side of the plane. There's a whole lot of other stuff coming up. He said other side of the plane. I hate you. I mean the plane had to be huge. Like if Vince didn't see something supposedly or hear something, then he had to be way on the other side of the plane. Well, yeah. I'm pretty sure Brock doesn't fit in a regular plane. So yeah, I'm, yeah. And then yeah. And no, ain't no way Brock knees gonna be touching the seat in front of him. That, that plane had to be big. Yeah, I can't I can't cancel Sean. I can't. <laughs> he going through it without the episode even coming out. I can't cancel. I can't cancel the heartbreak kid. That's like, that's like yeah, I just job. pulled up. I just pulled up um, all the matches. Yeah, I looked at the card. Yeah, they were, yeah. They had to be there. They had to be there. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to look up when did uh, Shawn Michaels become a born again Christian? That might have saved. That might have double saved his ass in this case. That's what I'm looking for. Around what time was that? Because then everybody right. was the plane. Remember, he stopped drinking at this time. All the other stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Oh yep, he was a born again Christian, April twenty fourth, two thousand two. So he might have, he might have actually not been on this. Mm. He's not on the plane. Triple H. Okay, because okay. if if he ain't on the plane, he Triple H is with him. Most likely, yeah. And maybe Kevin Nash is with yeah. Triple H. But I don't know. Who? I don't Last think time. that this story is over with. Um, they left Scott Hall by himself. That's kind of. My mind's still recovering. Well, well, because Scott Scott was cool with Kurt and Scott was cool with Pac and obviously Flair. So I'm pretty sure he was I. And if he was just passed out anyway, I'm just saying. But think about it. Triple H at this time isn't drinking. And this is when trying to give up drinking. Your friend's trying to clean himself up. Shouldn't he be with y'all instead of Ric Flair? Just just a a thought that came to my mind. The cocaine cowboy? Well, that's more Scott Hall than them. I mean, yeah. Addicts can't do it alone. That's a known thing. Well, I mean, I mean Scott we going on the plane, not doing what he did on the plane. You yeah, so dark side, dark side, dark side, I need, I need part two, dark side. I need to know where Sean was. No, I don't want to, but I need to know where Sean was. Yeah, you better than most. Most people be like, oh, I don't want to know that way. I don't have to cancel him. At least, you, <laughs> at, at least, you, at least you're being real with yourself. You're like, I, I got to know from my own conscience. So, because I love Sean B, I love him. Like. I gotta, I gotta know who am I loving. Keep that energy. Hey, I seen the quote. It so trust me, trust yeah. me, that energy, that energy is kept because anyone know me growing up knows that I'm a, I was a huge R. Kelly fan. So that's yeah. one thing. So one of the things I seen was, I seen it before, but it's coming up now because of this coming up. Like, it's like people are like, oh, don't meet your heroes. It's not don't meet your heroes. It's have better heroes. And think what wrestling is. It's a little different because these people are literally all at least two people. So mm-hmm. they can be your favorite person on TV, and then just, oh yeah, because. Kind of Saying that, I know y'all probably caught it. Was it an episode? No, I was watching the behind the scenes one of Dark Side that's coming out. I forgot what the dude's name was, so I mean, it doesn't really matter anyway. But they said that he was an amazing wrestler, everyone loved him. But behind the scenes, he was like the leader of a biker club and like out there killing people, and no one knew it. That shit was wild, but it's gonna come out on Dark Side. It's like on um, this season, shit. so yeah, that would be. I'm telling you, that first half... Is his homeboy in jail or what? Because I don't think there's a statute of limitations on, on murder. There is no statute of limitations on murder, especially when you count some state lines. So, uh, we're going to need some... Well... 
This is about to get. Look, I, I feel like Vince is going to find some type of way to get this show stopped because it is starting to have a ripple effect. It is now having people look at Vince in a whole different light. And I mean, we already looked at Vince kind of funny for certain things and situations that did occur. But I think now even more so with other wrestlers like, oh, well, yeah, Vince was just doing this or Vince, you know, he excused Ric Flair because he was a made man. That type of mindset, that type of attitude, people now, like, if Vince didn't already have a target on his back, he got it now. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. The man, the man is racist enough to eat a burrito every day and not know what's called a burrito. He calls them steak wraps. This, this is not the type of guy who's going to be like, eh. he, he, he uh, like Yeah, I'm so serious. Like, this is when this, when this, when I found that story out, he literally didn't know what a burrito Like, someone's like, oh, do you want a burrito? They're like, what's, he's like, what's a burrito? It's the thing he had been having for lunch every day for at least five years at that point. He just called them steak wraps. He didn't know it was a burrito. That is the most insane. Like, I heard a lot of in stories. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard in my life. I wish I was that wealthy. Like, I right. feel like, <laughs> I wish I was like, that wealthy. Like, what is that? A real quick, what you, real quick, um, guys in the chat, make sure you hit the super chat. It makes us, they give me like a little ring so we can see what your question is. But Sky is a limit, 1994. Welcome. Never seen you before. Maybe you're with CL. Appreciate you for stopping by. Says, hey, guys, I wanted to know what's your take on Terry mentioning how every time she experienced similar moments, she was told don't sell. Yeah. Think about it, as, as the ex-wife of a wrestler, she had to say that. Think about someone who didn't have someone to protect them. Think about it. I'm sure it was a horrible place to be as being a woman in that locker room. I'm just, I like. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to be told that. I didn't need to be reminded that. I, I knew it based on what I know about wrestling. But this, I know, if she personally had to be told don't sell all the time, like she gave two examples alone in this forty-minute episode, and again, she's partially protected, being Terry Reynolds, kept the name for a while. Like, can you imagine someone who's just a female wrestler, someone they found on Diva Search, someone like before the Women's Revolution, like, mm-hmm. like look how China no, actually. China got a whole, yes. whole, whole thing. Like, y'all need to go check that out if y'all ain't seen it. That is insane. As soon as she had Triple H to protect her no more, it was a wrap. It was, it was yep. a I mean, we know, where... we know Terry was going through something because she was obviously part of the brawl panties matches. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's such, it's, it's really sad um, to see and hear that she was told, don't sell it to the point that that was just her natural reaction. Like, you know, for most women, if you're in a situation and something happens to you that is like putting you out of your element, you're going to react. And you're going to react in a way that you're going to be defensive, Um, some women. And the fact that it was just so second nature to her that she was just like, okay, I'm not gonna sell it. Like, don't worry, I'll just brush it under the rug. And she even made the comment like, you know, if I had to go to court <laughs> for every situation that occurred, she's like, I would be in and out of court for years. And it's troubling because it's like, well, damn, Terry, like, who else was coming after you? Like, who else was doing things to you? Yeah. And, you know, there's going to be a point where there is going to be a dark side of the ring, divas of the WWE. Can you uh, imagine? I don't even want to know what that. What would come from that? There's, there's like, a reason why, for for the most part, 
for a long time, as soon as Vince was in control, basically, if those cameras back there, they're WWE cameras. If it's not WWE produced, he kicked them. He kicked everybody. Like they used to have, like you know, you know, you have Dave Meltzer and stuff. Like now, those people used to be closer. Those people used to be like not on the payroll, but you know, allowed back there. Now you better be a WWE cam. You better be on WWE's payroll if you get in. Like that's why a lot of people don't trust Dave Meltzer and stuff like that because they know if stuff getting out, it's because Vince wanted to get out or he not he don't mind it mind. But then also remember, like the amount of people who know certain things that happen on Raw and SmackDown leaks happen because it's just that many people. Like that's 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 what it really is. Not like Dave Meltzer was actually on the payroll because they need to be on everyone's fucking payroll. It just doesn't make sense. So. I don't want to know what's ha what happened back then. I mean, again, y'all y'all not gonna judge me, but my girlfriend she likes wrestling. So, thing about it is, she watched it. She didn't watch it like on TV, like religiously. Like it was like oh every week SmackDown, Raw, blah blah. She just you no know, watched it when she watched it. But thing is, that she didn't really like was Total Divas and uh, Total Bellas. So I did come across myself watching them shits with her sometimes. And even with those, with this is this is newer. The Divas would be like. No, nah, I can't be around him, but I can be like, oh, they, I forgot who they, I think they said Mick Foley. Well, he's super yep. safe. He's married. He's, he's committed to his wife. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to say that about one dude. Mind you, Mick Foley not in the game anymore. Like, yep. can you imagine about everybody else back there? I'm telling you, it's, it's a grimy place to be a woman back there. And this, and this is after the women's revolution. Can you imagine before? Right. And yeah. it's just like, what would happen? It, it's just, it makes you wonder. And it really, it's, you don't want to know. But you want to know. That's why because... I'm strong. Like, when speaking out happened, I, I was like, yeah, I believe all this. Well, you know, that's where, you know, that's where the big promo came in, the, the big promo bomb, when, like, The Rock and Cena were actually going at it, and, like, they didn't like each other. And, like, Cena was hitting them with them with them shits. The Rock brought out Cena's business. Like, you were married, but weren't you fucking around in the back? back? Like, that's where all that shit happened. And then they have the Kelly Kelly stories, how she was going around with different dudes, like, I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I would want to know those, those times. Back then. I want to know. I want to know it all because I am a fan of the product. I won't be able to watch WWE no more. Everybody, everybody be canceled. I, I survived speaking out, so I survived that. At this point, might as well give me all of that because that shit was disgusting. If you you really stayed on Twitter and hit that hashtag, you seen some shit, boy. And obviously, there's gonna be some tagalongs that you're gonna add shit just to add shit. They're not, you know, it's not real. But enough of that shit was real for me to be like, yeah. I have to take a step back. I mean, I, I took a step back for a good month after that from wrestling for a little bit. For yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. So we definitely missed the question. Um, Jesus, I'm going to assume. Uh, he asked, do you feel like Tommy Dreamer and Ric Flair deserve the heat that they are getting right now? I, I, Tommy I mean, Dreamer, fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was Absolutely. borderline creepy. <laughs> no, say, oh, she took the money. You know, it makes you wonder, like, damn, well, Tommy, what the fuck was you doing? Because if you were just so okay with it, and you're just like, he was oh, well, you know, that's people just ask Rick to pull his dick out. He had to be. Hey, Rick, well, do the right. thing, do the thing. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. It's not, all right, so Rick did this, right? Years, years ago. And it's not that Tommy Jr. was okay with it. The way he was talking, sounded like he was still okay with it. Like, that, yeah. that was just Rick Flair's yes. uh, style and profile. That is, that is present tense feeling about how mm -hmm. he feels about it yeah that's not that's not right that's not that's not I, I was a i was a victim of the times and i thought it was you know it seemed normal that's right. no it's still normal it's it's rick flair yeah yeah whoever, that's, whoever time, day, that's, that's not progression he's still in that mindset whoever mm -hmm. time dreamer's agent or manager is needs to be fired because i don't know what they were thinking when he answered I'm saying, see, that's another thing like you know how comfortable being a certain way you got to be to know this is going on tv and still say this 
Exactly. Like, he completely believed these things. But he, he watched the clips back and he's like, Bro, yeah, they were in production. Great. He's like, I'm yeah, staying fast the right there. That's the one. <laughs> Yo, what? Oh, yeah, they're going to love this. This is the one. Right? This, this, this is the one that's going to kill him. Sir, sir. Wrap it up. We got it. Oh, I wish I had a DJ Khaled with another one. <laughs> Mind you, all he did was make just JR and RVD look just like saints. Um, and not that they were doing anything wrong, but like I said before, it's the way, and kind of like how you were saying, JJ, like, it's the fact that this is what Tommy Dreamer still believes to this day, as opposed to RVD, where he's like, yeah, at the time, that it was normal. Those were the times. It wasn't right. Looking back on it, he's like, it's not right. But that was the times. Um, so seeing that, it was like, okay, that's why RVD was so safe in this situation. You know, had he had the same mindset as Tommy Dreamer, well, he'll be going too. Man, way too smooth and calmly. You know, drugging local girls. Yo, my man yeah. said like, it was the like the sky blue. I got scared at first because I thought he said that he was part of the drugging girls. I was like, oh no, RVD, not you too. Yeah, I had to rewind that back because I was Already. like, wait, before I assume, what, what's this? Thing? And again, we can talk about progression all we want. When I was what 25, I was about 22, went to a house party. It's promoters I knew because that's why I was, I was promoting parties back then. But it's like, oh, don't drink the punch. What? I'm like, don't, don't warn me not to drink. I'm like, all right, everybody I came with, we fucking leave. And I, and I came with only girls. And then what are you doing? What are you taking the girls for? Like, you ain't drugging the people I brought you. Crazy to my fucking friends. They came in my car. They leaving. I'm leaving. You gonna be like, don't drink the punch. There's something in it. No, nah, fuck that. We getting out of here, all of us. No, no. Yeah, yeah. How your way with the girls? I'm, I'm not gonna drink the punch. I'm gonna vibe up. Maybe. No, fuck that. We all leaving. Y'all sick. Right. Like, fuck wrong with y'all. Right. And the fact that they were just like, oh yeah, no one was putting out. So you know, they would just h bomb the girls and have their way. So let me do another. Let me do another. Um, another hot take. <laughs> Real quick, real quick. Let's see. Let's see if it makes it real. Knowing what we've known for Dark Side about how drugging people was a thing, you feel like Bill Cosby did that? Well, I mean, I already believed it. I believed it from the beginning. So that man had a stronghold on the black community. You want, if you wanted to get out, you had to, you had to go through Bill Cosby. He had a stranglehold. So he's like, "Well, you're not doing this shit." Like again, because if you think about it, uh, when Def Jam was coming out. A lot of people love it. Black people love that jam. It's going crazy. People get to express themselves in New York. It's going because you're like, they out there saying the word nigga and they all cursing. And that's not the view that I created for black comics. Why are they doing this? Because he has that, like, he, he, he could present this whole nice and all this other stuff character, but he was he, he had that narcissist vibe to him too. It's like, I created the black comic community. Like, how y'all letting this slide after all I've done for us? So. Yeah, I believe that for sure. Cosby did it. Cosby did it. I mean, all the stories. All the stories seem like it, it led to. So, all right, next question. A lot. That's a, that's a lot of lies to be telling. 50, 55? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Next question. Should Brock Lesnar get punished for exposing himself? He was also believing the perfect fired. To this day, he was never told it's not a story, or if he saw what more of what he did or saw that day. Hmm. <clears throat> so, Brock looked like he was just an idiot at that time because he, he was green. But like again, I don't know a lot of that, the stories and 
what else he did. But he he would look like someone that just was naive at the time. But I don't know. So this is actually not the first time that Terry has spoken out about this situation. Um, if I remember correctly, she actually did come out last year on a show um, and exposed this situation between um, her and Brock and what he did. He wasn't really punished then. Um, as far as for him to be punished now for exposing himself, I think the punishment should have happened then. Not, right. you know, now, almost 20 years later, um, as far as him getting in any sort of punishment by the WWE, um, I think definitely if Vince wanted to punish him, he would have punished him. He didn't oh, he want to punish him. He wanted to punish him. He was, a, he was a star. He was the next right. He He didn't want to punish him. Um, and as far as being the reason that Mr. Perfect was fired, um, that's a little 50 50 because Vince, you know, definitely was already annoyed with the shits with um, uh, Mr. Perfect because of the fact that Mike Kyoto even said it that ribs had stopped, and once um, uh, Mr. Perfect had came back to the company or came to the company, that's when ribs started up again, and everybody was doing ribs and stuff like that, so. You know, I think Vince was just annoyed. And if Mr. F like, say for instance, if that was Flair that was doing it, he'd have been fine. You know, Vince would have been like, ah, nah, good shit. Do it again. Yeah. Like, that would have been it. If but a Brock, if a Brock didn't exist, because they didn't need Mr. Perfect. They had Brock. Right. I mean, he was, right. he was perfectly fine with Mr. Perfect taking the bullet, period. Yep. So here's my take on it. I'm looking at it because uh, at the time, roughly, I don't know Brock Berkeley, but he's about 26 at the time. I'm 25. I ain't, I ain't going around just showing my dick to people. I'm obviously not crazy rich, but it's just not the thing I would do. Oh, hey, no, 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 no. I get that. I get that because you're of common sense, but <laughs> I was just saying, like, but mind you, know, you me kind of, you know, like me mind, you, mind you, wow. it was a different time back then, a different locker room. Fact. So how many, how many dumbasses did you have back there saying Brock this is what you got to do? Because even, even like when HBK and Marty Janetti came over. They said when they first came over, they got they got fired because they were telling them like they had to do the, uh, what drink or wild out or some shit like that, and then they got in trouble for it. But that was the boys telling them like, "Yo, you have to do this." And once they did it, they got in trouble because that that wasn't they weren't supposed to do that. So I could see people hyping Brock up like, "Yo, this is what we do." Rick, Rick goes around swinging his dick like this this, this is the norm. Yeah, I can see that. Nope, no, yeah, there's no point in punishing him now though. Yeah. And like I said, like I said, he's young. He was young, naive. Um, obviously, he got that check, so he was like, "Yo, I don't want to lose the check. What, what, what I gotta do? Oh, flashing your dick. All right, cool. I'm just gonna flash my like, dick. Cool. Bam. Well, my, my thing about my thing about it is, like, what's called? Sure, you could say that maybe you know it's a little too late to punish him, but it's it's not too late, you know, to to kind of make a right in a sense, like what? um, like like punishments come in different forms, right? Like for mm -hmm. example, Brock. You know, Brock is Brock. If for something like this. Have that person publicly apologize for what he did to that person, you know? Like give give that person the victim, you know, some type of closure because punishment's not always just for the, you know, yeah. for the person that did it. Right. It's also for the victim to get some yeah. form of, you know, closure, some form of a, I don't know, sanity from it, you know. I also, I don't I don't see Brock doing that publicly. I can see him. Yeah. And I and I don't see but WWE handling that correctly because I, I can see him maybe doing it behind 
I can see him do it behind the scenes, but not publicly. Yeah, when the Velvet Tea Dream stuff came out, their punishment was to bury him on TV. The motherfucker's still on TV every week now. What punishment is this? If anything, he was on TV more now than he was before. How is this a punishment? And for Brock, it's opposite. Brock don't want to be on TV. So, I mean, do you, you, said, you so, said Velvet Tea Dream? Yeah. They tried to, they, like, his punishment was burying him on TV. And then firing him. We don't have to talk you're, about it. You're not. You're not gonna like my take on that. So we're just gonna move forward. Oh well, let, let's take it. Let's take it then, because I didn't. I don't even know the whole story. All I know was bits and pieces. But all. But on a side note, I thought he was gonna like have an amazing character. Like I thought he was gonna be so dope. But like I said, I don't know what happened. So I guess you might as well give us your take, because I don't know everything about it. So that's my thing. I feel like there wasn't a full story. We just always heard bits and pieces, and because we always heard bits and pieces, and I don't like being this person, but because there was not enough credible evidence, I'll get that. It sounded like it was all speculation, and if I don't believe Velveteen Dream did anything wrong, because we don't have any proof, you know. Let's let's hold him accountable with proof. We don't have any proof. Now, of course, people could say, oh, well, there were screenshots of tech. We know we're in a technology age where screenshots can be created and manipulated and photoshopped. So we know that we're well aware of that. Um, that's why I'm like, mm. so I feel as though he was wrongfully fired. It, not even just wrongfully fired, but I feel like he was wrongfully treated the way that he was because it was alleged and then people just ran with it. Um, just like same thing that happened with Enzo, you know, Enzo had an allegation against him and it was quickly found out that he didn't do it. He had, it, nothing happened. And Enzo was like, they were sick of us. Huh? Enzo was like, because they were sick of us. They couldn't, they couldn't stand it. His personality. Right. Right. He was their version of Mr. Perfect. You know? So basically, yes, of course. They use but they use that situation as a scapegoat. As soon as it came out, they were like, oh, you're gone. And that was that. So I just, you know, I just I'd rather have more more critical solid proof that something might have actually happened, you know, in the court of law before just assuming that this happened because this person said it. Unfortunately, people lie for attention. And I don't that, be that I, person, I, but I'm, I'm big on supporting victims, but you can talk stuff like uh, uh open happens where his whole, his whole life is open now because he's accused of rape. So, what I be what I be doing with that? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I know, I know, um, what I heard, what I heard from. The Velveteen situation. Sounds like the same shit I heard from the Matt Riddle situation. They both had something, but it wasn't like enough. And now Matt's a two time champ as far as tag team in the US, and Velveteen's going. Is Dream going because he's black and gay, or is that nothing? Right, right. Yeah, I'm getting that too. Yeah, I'm getting that too. Kenzo, like, he about to drop a beat. Boy, I wish. Boy, I wish. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know the story. If it's if it's not true, it's sad because Dream could work, and I I love this mm. character. I love. I love so good, such yeah, an like, amazing wrestler, and now he's basically like Black Bolt, you know, from wrestling. Because yeah. no matter where he was to go, the crowd is going to be like, "You did it." They, yeah, they, he had heat, like nuclear. Like, that show was crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Like, he would come I think, out. I think because it was like, like, like kids and shit. I think that's, that's, I mean, also, he's black and also, see, playing a bisexual right. character. Right. Back to the show. So, I think all those things mixed together was a, was a bad mix for him. With the Matt Riddle stuff, um, he came out, he, he, he stood in front of, I mean, WWE said they were, uh, investigating. They, we, I don't believe them. Their system is probably worse than the United States justice system, which I also don't trust. So that's, that goes by itself. But Matt stood on, he's like, I did this, but I didn't do this, which I mean, that is a hundred percent. Oh, he didn't do it, but it's a lot better than anything we got out, out of all the speaking out. It's probably the best, the best because Justin Roberts said nothing. Darby Allen said nothing. Matt Riddle came on and said, we did this, but it was this. Yeah, we did but, this, but I, I didn't put myself on her. I cheated on my wife. Yeah, and my wife at home, she know that. That's what happened. But I mean, right. that makes you shitty at some point. But it's not you're not a rapist. So yeah. right, yeah, that was a ugh. Um, Jesus said, "Remember when Vince said the N word on live TV? How was I will say this about that again. I will say something about that again. I never, I never seen that. Did he really? Yeah. Yes. What? You never saw it. I will send you a link when I can find it. He said it to John Cena, and Booker T was Booker T and Charmel were like two feet away, out of screenshot, and then they they went there, and he and then Booker T goes, did he just? What? And then and he and then he storms off. Charmel just standing there looking like what the fuck. So first of all, this is this got to be completely unscripted. It got to be because Booker T is not prepared. Charmel is not prepared. John Cena is like what the fuck. Number number two, Vince said this word it sounded like he had never said it ever in his life i have never like seen this cadence to... in the word nigga in my life he was practicing he, in it a was, mirror before the end, coming the end out. was hard that you barely heard the eye then you just heard the g it was it was completely it was like, strange it was like that's that's why like, you almost like did he actually is that what he said i don't know what that was that was was that english like it was so weird but he got away with it because back it was back then and everyone already knows all the so he did it he did it, for, he did it for tv it was, yeah, it was, was on, TV. on TV. Yeah, it was on TV. No, but I mean, like he did it for like a script type work, or Bro, he, he really he, meant. He literally went up to Cena. He's like, "That's what's up, my nigga." That's basically what he said. It was, it was, it was not necessary. It was not. Yeah. It, it was. There was no way. Like it, it wasn't. He. It was. He just said it, and I was right. like, "I'm tripping," because I didn't watch that. Yeah. That's something that I went back and saw after. That was not something like I wasn't. I, I wasn't like sitting at home as a kid watching. And if yeah, I was, I, I definitely would have thought that. No, because I was a kid, so. No, I never seen that. I, I like I like the Booker T one when he was talking to Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Ah, yes, that's a good one. I mean, but that's this is the same one. company that had Triple H go over on Booker T when clearly the winner of the racist, racist feud should be racist. the black guy. Fuck. Yeah, we know that was racist because he said. Then he said something in the promo like, like "You people, people like people like you don't get yeah. deserve." Oh, it was terrible. It was terrible. It was terrible. It was, it was, hmm. That was spicy. I mean, yeah. I mean, you got people, you got people back there. Like they talk about that with like NXT, like a lot of stuff. Like a lot of people running back there. I think Michael Hayes is one of them. Is like they part of like QAnon and stuff. Like they, they, that's how they, like, they still think like some of these things. Like this stuff ain't gone. It's better, not mm -hmm. gone. Right, right. And I think people, that's that's what we're seeing. Just that's what we're seeing kind of unfold on these, you know, things that we see, like the dark side of the ring, um, where. It's still happening, but it's just maybe it's not as bad as it used to be. Um, right. 
and that's just, it sucks. I mean, like, have, have you seen uh, Jake Roberts' that episode? When, when y'all when, watch that, and y'all text me. I'm, I'm not gonna say no other words. Watch that shit, the whole thing, then text me. That shit's that that might be the most insane episode, and they have a fucking Chris Benoit episode. So that that's like yeah. Yes, so I'm... when y'all see the one about us, uh, Grizzly Smith, that's Jake Roberts' dad. When y'all see that shit, let me know. It's fucking insane. The whole thing's insane, and no one better than eyelash. But I will say about the the black people in Jaji, you about to head out, huh? Yep. Yeah, you look like you about to head out. I can tell. <laughs> about that time, y'all boys. We're right now. So y'all see what uh, all right, Jay, see. Yep. Y'all see what Biggie said? I think a lot of people taking it out of context. <laughs> he said he sees a lot of people on a lot of black wrestlers on the roster, and they're not just on the roster to fill spaces. They're not there to fill a quarter. They're there because basically he didn't say this exact word, but he said because they're the best. Basically, he said because they're doing their thing, which again I think is really good. But I think some people took it as like they're. The, I don't know if they were trying to say that he was saying before him the black wrestlers who were there were only there to fill a quarter. They weren't actually. Good. I don't know which way. Like, but people taking it so many no. different ways. This is how I took it. Because once he won, we all said the same thing. Oh, he only won because of what AEW is doing. So right. I think he's, so I think he's doing. I, I think he's sending to be the company man. Like, nah, it's real over here. Like, that's not why I won. Like, I really won because of this. Like, granted, are all of them amazing? Yes, but we already know what it is. We know why Kofi won. We know why we Big de- e won. Okay, we definitely know why Kofi won. But the thing is. But Big E, Big, Big E won not for the same reason that Kofi won. Big E won. It was to grab away from AEW, but it's because Big E is popular, not because he's black. That's that's the so difference. That's my. That's why I think. Huh? Big so you e admit was... that Kofi shouldn't have won. No, I think I, I definitely think Kofi should have won because I I think here's the thing. Randy Orton has how many world titles? You don't need to be the best to get one title. That's that's the thing. I'm not saying I'm not saying Kofi should be a main eventer. I say he should have got a belt, one run with the belt, which he did. And then they squashed him anyway. I'm, I'm not. I was never saying Kofi was the best. That's not what my take was. I was just saying a run with the belt is. I mean, again, we got people who are two-time belt holders, and you look at them like David Arquette has three world championships. Like, let's come on now, three times. David Arquette, not a wrestler. So I think I think the Big E was a quarter thing. Like he was gonna win eventually. Like we already know that because he is over, and we've all been waiting for him to win. So I know he was gonna win eventually. So not a quarter for that. But I think it was definitely a quarter. Like, what are we going to do for ratings? Because as you can see, all right, so this is switched from Dark Side to some SmackDown shit. But as you can see, he won it. Then he appeared on SmackDown. Now we're getting Roman on Raw. There's a reason why. Okay. It's not because, Again, uh, that's, it's not all, that's all true, but that's not the same thing as a quarter. Because they did the same thing with Sasha and Bailey. They had them going across all three shows because they were over. They, were try- they are trying to grab attention. They are trying to do it. But I'm saying that's not about being black. He is black. But he's all. The thing is, he's popular. He's he's trying to say we on top because we doing the damn thing, and he's including Roman in that. That's the thing. Like people are like, he does do quotas because they they hired they hired Ray back because of that. They hired uh, Kane Velez Velasquez whatever because of that because it was even said they brought him in to bring some of the Mexican fans over. No, that's definitely true. Especially USC. Um, Look at Ginger no dis- Mahal. I'm about to say no dis- Ginger Mahal, hundred percent. Ginger and all them, like not all them mm-hmm. like that. But I don't know their names, but Ginger and them. Shaky they're brought yeah, there you go they're brought there so that they can bring the indian audience in so they do do things for quota no they definitely do but i'm saying roman and biggie devo- de- deserve their spot that's what i'm saying you you like like see see up argue with me about kofi because you can argue that because first of all we do know that's why he got a spot but because you could be like did he earn it but biggie this is long like 
Biggie hasn't yeah, had a Biggie, big title since NXT. Right. Roman, they've been doing him wrong this whole time because they weren't listening partially to him because he said, turn me. Like, even Cena is now saying, hey, if I come back, you think you could turn me? Like, these these people are getting spots because they deserve it, not because... Now, we, know, saying, we, know Big, we know Big E deserves it, but the quota right. I'm saying is, I'm not saying quota as far as nationality or ethnic... And the, uh, I don't even know the words so I'm not going to say it, but you know what I'm talking about. But I'm not saying... Yeah. I'm saying quota because they're trying to get ratings. Yeah, this so, is definitely... I would definitely say gonna, this is get, it's a ratings grab. What's going to get the ratings? What's going to get the ratings is giving Big E the title now, putting him on SmackDown, having Raw, having Roman come over to Raw. Now we'll be wanting for Survivor Series. Supposedly WWE already tweeted it, that we're getting the New Day versus the Bloodline on Raw. We didn't right. want that. We wanted Survivor Series, but now we get it for Raw. Why? Because they're trying to because, get because they can't do things in order, and they already had the Street Fighters almost beat the Usos, and then they realized, wait, how are you going to get a Survivor Series? Like you, know what what you know what WWE right. is stupid. This is what they're dumb. Because when I when I watched SmackDown, I was excited. Because obviously it's Friday Night Roman. So I was excited. Then I saw Big E come, getting more excited. Then I saw the Usos fuck up Big E in the back, talking shit, talking about this ain't your show, go back where you belong. I was more excited. So then I said, all right, cool. So we're actually building a feud for Survivor Series. So then what my That's what I thought. Dumb me. So I thought that's what we were doing. So I said, okay, so Raw... Maybe we get Roman, maybe we get the Usos pop up, talk shit, jump somebody, cool. So we're going to have some good storylines going. They went straight into Bloodline versus New Day, and I was like, come on. You know on, why? Bro. Because they don't care about rematches. So they could they, they could build story in, like, this shit is the most asinine shit ever. Like, I I, I hate them. So think about it, right? They, the reason why, what you're saying makes sense. What you're saying is what they should have done. But the thing is, they don't know how to keep someone on screen without putting them in the ring, even though they do it with Roman. Like, the motherfucker is on this TV show with him. You just do this. Do this again. Once, again. One more time. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's like, the thing is, but those are Roman's ideas. Those are Paul's ideas. Those, they get to the writer's room, they get to Vince, and they stay the same. They don't get changed. Anything that comes out of a writer's mouth, anything, they write it down. We're going to do this. And Vince is like, nah. Especially Yo, you this goes back. Hold on. This goes back to what I said. This is, this, I'm going left again. Let's go back to what I said that. I love Kenny. I love what Kenny, Kenny did. I I do not disagree. He could be number one. But this is why I said Roman should have been number one. Roman is legitimately carrying WWE right now. And every feud is with Roman. We got Roman going against fucking the demon. We got Roman going against Brock. We got Roman going against New Day. Roman's fighting everybody. Why? And we about he, to have Naomi join in that mix as far as Roman basically revitalizing Naomi's career. Yeah, I saw that right because I tweeted. I said, I said they 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 plant the seed. I'm 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 not getting my hopes up because they tried to plant that seed uh like three weeks ago and then they forgot about it. So well, I'm only gonna get my hopes up because Roman is in charge right now, and obviously Naomi is actually you know who is it Jimmy Jimmy yeah Jimmy's wife so. I think Roman will be like, yo, like, come on, bring her in. Like, she's not being used. It's family. Like, we got a family dynamic here. Let's go for it. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep hope alive with because she is family. Has she been somebody else? Like, what's the other girl that was a cheerleader? Ariana. Oh, or oh no, 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 no. That's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. Wait, 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 wait. We're not gonna do that. That's nowhere near the same thing because she's. I'm just saying, if it was her, in the in the in the ring. But what I'm saying, if it was her, I wouldn't have any favor back. Because she was on AEW when they were doing the tag team women's. Yes. Like, she, she was terrible. She's still terrible. This is years later. But she was terrible then. She's terrible now. We, we, uh, Naomi can go. Smack, former SmackDown yeah. Women's Champion. Like, WD, 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 WD,
I know it's not. But if you can't go, you can't go. I'm I'm good. No, I um I'm sorry. I was raised by Haitian parents. We don't give grades for effort. But I will definitely say wrestling is hard. I do know that. I I've, I've wrestled amateur wrestling when I was in high school and middle school. I know wrestling, that wrestling is hard. So imagine pro wrestling. I know it's hard. You got to do this shit in front of thousands, millions of people, TV, at home, all that. I understand. I'm not saying it's, it's easy, but I'm, I'm just saying you can't compare well, someone who can go to someone who can't and they're both I got, I, got a, I got a sidebar question. All right, so wrestling's been around for how long? Been like, around? Yeah. Like how long uh, have they been? Since, since Carno- they used to be in circuses and shit, but that's like they were kind of yeah. like more real back then. Like people used to oh, bet yeah. on them. So give or take how many years? Let's go. Maybe a hundred. Yeah, let's go. Let's go hundred. Let's go hundred. Okay, so how, since everything's evolved and changed, this is—I mean, if this is a dumb question, then it's dumb. But why can't they do anything to the ring so that they don't have to use the boards anymore? So when you take bumps, I'm sure they thought about it. I'm sure there's other things. Like I'm sure this is not the same thing they were doing 50 years ago. I'm sure like the ring is different. Because but there's certain things about wrestling. First of all, wrestling is like really tribal and traditional. There's certain things they just won't change. Like, mm-hmm. like when you start wrestling training, I've I have friends who started wrestling training. They're not like really good at anything. You gotta run the ropes. Some it's Yo, a thing everyone you know, does. Let you know now. Let you know now. When the channel blows up and we get to where we get, I'm 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 getting the ring in my back. Um, I've I've, I've taken a back bump. Never again. Um, I've ran the ring ropes. Those two things are not for me. That's that's why I'm I'm a wrestling fan and not a wrestler. First of all, I don't even think I'll be able to jump off of anything. That ain't for me. No. No. Again, I've taken a back bump. Hurts like hell. And I've run in the ring. And again, um, I was watching. I think this is one of the Dark Side of the Rings. Uh, it's one about one of the. Uh, I forgot her name. One of the like woman greats. When she had a wrestling school, she literally make you ran ropes for three months. Imagine being 110 pounds and you just, and that's what you're doing every morning. You live in this woman's house. You can't not do it. She won't wake you up. You live in there. She's taking care of your book and everything. You're going across territories because you're not in what, because that's just how you get on, t- on TV or our pay-per-views. And you're just running the ropes every, because that's how hard it was back then. Now you run ropes for like, you know, two weeks just to get your back bruises in and your back calluses okay. up and then you can do it. So I think it has evolved, but just not that's enough. That's what I was going to ask. What's wrong with the ropes? They're, they're, they're so they got to be able to jump off of. But they also make sure they keep two, three hundred pound people inside. Is like cable? Well, it's cable. Let's, yeah. let's ask Owen Hart what's wrong with the ropes. Well, that's that's fucked up. That's a different rope problem. That's fucked up. Oh my god, it's been enough time. That's that's terrible. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> no, I wasn't saying it'd be funny, but I'm just saying like. I'm pretty sure it's probably fucked up. If he would have hit the inside of the ring versus hitting the rope. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if he he probably like he still would have been banged up, but he would have had his life. Um, of course, the ropes are the way that they are to try to protect the wrestlers from just being if they get thrown and they get hit against the um, rope, that they'll not just like knock the whole structure down or and stuff right. like that. So, I mean, I get it. Um, I think that they're also. It's not really more so just the ring that needs to probably be readjusted. Um, with circling back to the dark side of the ring, if you think about it, and I guess it's more so adjusted now, um, it's just the prescription drug use. Um, it seems like that's one of the biggest issues, you know, because these bumps, they are getting injured. They are trying to stay ahead so that they can continue to perform and get this money. Um, I think once we 
really acknowledge that and get control of that. Then other things will start falling in place. We kind of saw that, um, especially like when someone like Kurt Angle, you know, I'm a firm believer that when Kurt Angle did all that he did and he got that title as Kurt Angle, I think that Vince in his mind was like, mm, maybe I should kind of like reevaluate our wellness policy kind of thing um, because I can't have wrestlers in here that is in their wrestling and now they have an addiction. I can't continue to have that at least. Uh, but, so I, hmm? I think with that, it depends on how you wrestle. Like somebody like Edge and Randy Orton, the things are gonna happen to them because they like they take a lot of like Cody too. Cody takes unnecessary back bumps. One of his moves is to jump onto his back to give that slap. Like that's that's but like you see, like luchadors don't have those problems, and they're doing the most jumping and all this other crazy shit because they're not falling flat onto the the reason why you, you take back bumps is because the biggest area of your body is supposed to spread out the pain. But if you if you're doing it enough, you're doing it a lot and like remember some of these people are wrestling fucking at one point, thanks to thanks to the coronavirus, this is gone. But they used to wrestle like three hundred times a year. Like you taking back one, whether it's the same match or not, it's gonna fuck you up. So then you got the wellness mm -hmm. policy changes because you don't want people to be addicted to opioids, but at the same time they're not allowed to smoke weed because this is again this is something that's changing in America as something else that could you know help your body go through pain without fucking it up. But there's actually a dark side about pain medication for football. I haven't seen it yet, but it's like I saved the recording a while back. So but pain management is a problem in, across all sports. Like oh, it's just yeah. a thing because you got these, you got these people doing this thing so much. And it's what's getting it's without it, they can't make the money. But if they don't use these drugs, they won't be able to do it. Because you your body's just not made for some of these things. Like that's well, why people let's think about big wrestlers. I think some of the addiction uh, addictions were because of WWE. I mean, I'm pretty sure wrestlers got hurt, like we said, like we like we talked about. And rush and back. Instead of, and instead of your boss saying, I know you fucked up right now, like go heal real quick and you come back, we got you. It was like, bro, you leave, your spot's gone. I don't know. I don't know when you're coming back, and they were like, "Fuck that! I can't leave." And that's when the pop pop came, man. Which is why, like, like you know, AEW segment. That's why I like that they're giving time off. Like, all right, go, go do your thing real quick. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll get you back in. Yeah. Without breaking or injuring him. Let me see how uh, with 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 the Kenzo. Streaming problems See, like that. So I'm home now. I'm, I'm good. See, I was in the car. I told you I was fucking me up. That's that's got the streaming problems. I guess the I guess next week I'll I'll be the streaming problem. No, you in the studio? You better know. Oh. Uh oh. She on a super froze. No. No. Over here is no. <laughs> I thought it was what back. What else? What else we got before we we end it? Since we're having problems with the stream, because it was basically a dark side recap. Yeah. So the next episode, I remember looking at what it was because y'all was talking about it in the group chat, but I don't remember. I I, I think it's actually like a situation I actually don't know, like I've heard nothing about. So that's gonna be interesting for me. Uh, let me see. Dark yeah. Yeah, Chris Canyon. I have nothing. I have no idea what that is. So. I think it was by. Yeah, 
Huh? Oh, y'all can hear me now? Yeah, we hear. A little bit, oh, yeah. Okay. okay, okay. That's next week's episode. That's the one I was talking about where he was the wrestler that was gay and mm-hmm. everybody knew it. And there was a recording because uh, he went to Howard Stern and he was doing an interview with him. And, you know, Howard Stern had Ric Flair on the phone. And I guess, I don't know. I don't know if Rick knew that Chris was there. Um, but he's like, oh, yeah, well, he he just wasn't that great. He was a good wrestler, but he wasn't that great. And then he basically tells Chris that, well, you made the choice to be gay, so that's why you were fired. So that's why I was saying, if it wasn't this week's episode that's going to basically like put the nail in the coffin for Rick, it's definitely going to be next week's episode. So right now, Rick is going to have a really hard two weeks. I just want to know how, like, can somebody check on Charlotte? See how she's doing? Well, I mean, I see on Instagram, she's she's having a lovely day with, with Andrade. Well, again, she, um, I think she said it before that she knows, like, her, her relationship with her dad wasn't always good. And I'm pretty sure it's because of stuff like this. She, she right. knows who her father is uh, I'm better than any of us do. But she, it's, it's definitely come out, like, not come out, but, like, where she talks about it. It's like, you know, we're good now, but that's after years of him being on the road and us trying to work through this shit. So there's no way your dad's a nature boy. You don't know who he is. And people telling you about him, about him. Like, yeah, this is what's, what's going to happen. Especially her brother wants to be a wrestler. He, he got in the game. I'm sure he saw some stuff while he was on the road with Rick and they were really tight. So he probably came back and told her before he passed. Like, hey, you know, dad does this, dad. Like, it, it, it's probably, you know, yeah. discussed. Rest in peace, David. She's crazy. So bad. It's crazy that, yeah, she, that she says she only became a wrestler because of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she's we, literally like genetically just gifted. You can tell like, like she we almost was born didn't, to be a wrestler. Like we almost didn't get a Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how things happen. I, I, I like multi-generational wrestlers usually, except when they try to turn uh, Rick Steiner's son into Braun Breaker, whatever the fuck his name is. NXT, Jesus. You know what is I don't get it, but when I saw him, I thought he was going to be something. Thing is, is is Braun Breaker supposed to be literal? Is he supposed to be like Braun Strowman? Is this? Is, I, I don't understand. What's going on here? You, you know they don't repeat names. This is this should got to be intentional. Like they they already wasn't going to have Adam Cole as Adam Cole because of Michael Cole. So if he's Braun Breaker, this is this is got to it got to mean something significant. I'm just yeah. Hey. So then maybe if Braun does show up at AEW, then he's not Braun. Obviously. Because he can't use a name there, so. Oh, we lost the Braun. Let's make a new one. Here. Right. Know, but, but he does look like he has promise, and the Steiner brothers could go. So they were if he's nice and stiff, boy. If he's anything like his dad and his is what uncle, then he's got yeah. a he's got a bright future. Big pop. But pop. I, I am surprised. I mean, well, I'm not surprised because Vince likes big dudes, Pauls. But the way the way that the L.A. Knight, I was I was a little shocked. Because I thought they were building LA Knight. Oh, they were. No, yeah. no, you didn't. You, you didn't. You didn't. You thought. No, no, they were. No, no, no. You saw what you saw. They were building. <laughs> yeah. That was before they were like big dudes only under thirty. Nothing else. That was. That was. You gotta be above six three, and under thirty years old. None of that. Yeah, you know, shit. We we smacking motherfuckers. That's what it is. You know, what, you know what I saw on Twitter that I thought was funny, 
is someone tweeted, um, eventually I'll remember and I'll start telling y'all who y'all are. You know what I'm just make sure y'all subscribe when y'all here. But someone tweeted, isn't the new NXT 2.0 supposed to be everybody young and the champ is Tommaso? I think that's 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 important. I think they did that on purpose. I think Tommaso, because Tommaso, he is NXT. Like, Goldie is his again. Like, Tommaso is, he's on the main roster. We saw what that was. But he belongs, he is what NXT has been for a long time. And the thing is, they're changing some stuff. They're trying to make it more colorful, but they're not going to change, like, that hard hitting. Like, that's what NXT is. Like, you, especially, you're going to get big dudes in to not be hard hitting. You, like, you got rid of the flippy dudes. You're not going to get more flippy. You're going to get more more power technical wrestling all that stuff so Tommaso fits he's not as big as these guys but he's still that kind of wrestler so i no, think I he, love, still fits, I he still fits that yeah he still fits that I profile love, i love Tommaso's champ it's just it was funny because they said they were trying to make it young but the champ is old but that was a lie they, they said young because what, when, you know why they said young because they don't want indie guys yeah yeah if you create if you create your own guys they can't be people who've been on the indie six years you getting big dudes who just finished college football, didn't make it to NFL, all the all the the the, the, the way we got Brock and Roman, like a lot of these guys, they they formed, they wanted to do football, they wanted to do this. They were big dudes and they didn't want to do wrestling, but here they are doing wrestling. I think 2.0, I think it's too bright. You know it's funny? I did have a problem with the CWC. I thought it was too dark, but this is also way too like they 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 couldn't find something in the middle. They went all the way on the other end. And I'm like, there. Mm-hmm. The only thing I the only thing I do like is I do like the seating. Oh yeah, that's that's dope. Yeah, seeing does look fire, but that shit is bright as fuck. Yeah. So let me let me ask y'all before you know we skedaddle. In regards to dark side of the ring, knowing what we know now, seeing what we have seen, if you've seen any of the previous episodes, just going. Um, what are three different people? That you would like to see, or situations that you would like to see showcased on Dark Side of the Ring to bring more light to it. Kendall, you go first. All right. So I've seen first two seasons. So I've seen Owen Hart. I've seen uh, Fabulous Moolah. That was the lady I was talking about earlier. I couldn't remember her name. Fabulous Moolah. Ah, okay. uh, seen New Jack, which love him or hate him. I, oh my God. The episode was crazy. New Jack is fucking insane. Yo, you see what he did to that dude for payback? Yeah, I mean, oh, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about the guy on the, the scaffold. Yeah, he almost killed that dude. That that guy, if he see, he did land in the ring, and his neck didn't break. See, that's, see? that's what, see, that's what yeah, I he didn't give a shit about. It. He's like payback's a bitch. But go ahead. Yeah, oh, uh, Montreal screw job, all those. So I think I think every story we're gonna hear now is gonna be like, again, I knew who Chris Canyon was, but I didn't know mm-hmm. about what you're talking about. So I think like, and they already lined up what the next couple episodes gonna be. I don't know what they are, but I know who the Dynamite Kid is. But like these stories that they're telling. Yeah, we wanted to know about Chris Benoit, but I didn't know I needed two episodes for it. Like that's that's something like Brian Pillman. I knew who Brian Pillman was. Is that's around the time I started watching wrestling, but I didn't know he needed two episodes for himself. So I think any stories they're gonna come out with, I'm gonna take because I don't like I, I, even knowing what I know, I'm not prepared. So I might as well just whatever they, they let them do them. They they doing a good job. They only know help for me, unlike Raw. So off the top of my head, I mean I probably think as I'm talking, but off the top of my head, I want Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, that was like one yeah. of my favorites. Like, I, I legit cried when when he passed away. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, but, but all the shit that he did, like from struggling and addiction and climbing back to the top, and how much people loved him, like how much like even CM Punk said like during one of the last matches, like he gave back to CM Punk was like, "Nah, you got this, bro. I got you." Like, I would love to see one on Eddie. 
Right. Um, so one big one for me, and it's, I also asked this question on Twitter, um, and someone said it, and I actually, I didn't know how much I needed to see this episode until the end of whatever the first episode was. Was it the first episode? No, it was the end of the Montreal Screwjob with, um, Jim Cornette and Vince Russo when they were Oh my God. When he was like, I, he was like, I will make sure that I outlive this man to go and piss on his grave. He's like, my wife has direct instructions that she knows what's supposed to happen. Like, he's like, if she doesn't, she will be taken out of the will. Like, I need to see. And they kind of touch on it a little bit in that episode. Um with the Montreal screw job, I guess as far as you get to, you get to see him again season two, is, by the way. Oh, yes, but I want to see just an episode solely on these two, like on their beef with each other. I feel as though somebody they, may die in the end. Yeah, I'm about to say, um, like there'll they, be a definite, like based on the other the other episodes on the brawl for all. So when you get to that, you'll see. Okay. So yeah, but they, they again personally again. Vince Russo has his faults. But some right. of the they car crash do. television that was on during the Attitude Era, I'm, it, was, it was for me. I was also a kid at the time, so that makes sense. Right. But, it was, but it was great. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't work out with WCW or TNA, but some of the stuff that was Vince Russo's idea that we know is his, not the ball for all, obviously, there, it was golden. Jim right. Cornette has, there, he is a wrestling, we talked about this when, well, he had his comments for AEW a while back. He has... He's a wrestling encyclopedia. There's things he knows. Like there's stuff he has his place in the game. He doesn't believe right. in like comedic wrestling, so I don't. And I love comedic wrestling. That's what mm-hmm. it's one of Kenny Omega's best things. So like, but at the same time, he knows what he's talking about for a lot of this. So I do respect yeah. both of them. They their time has passed apparently because they ain't nobody hiring them no more. They got their own podcast. You want to listen to them? You go listen to them. They ain't nobody else bringing them in no more. But mm-hmm. that episode would be fire. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like that'd be something. I can't honestly. Imagine. It made me want to go and actually read uh, Vince Russo's book. Like this is how like deep, like of a like a beef that I saw that they have, and I'm just like like I always knew that they didn't really like each other, but you know, Cornette was like, "Hate's a strong word," but that's oh, yeah, how and, I and, feel. In the Raw for All episode, you could tell he's disgusted with them. I don't know how they were in meetings. Like it was just the right. four of them. It was them two, uh, Jr. and Vince. And I'm like, yeah. Vince don't seem like the person who have tolerance to watch two two people bicker back and forth. I yeah. can't imagine because Jr. looked like he was sick of it in the episode. So I'm like, I know Vince would have been even worse. Look, I'm about <laughs> to go watch that episode as soon as we get off. What, the ball ball? Yep. Do that. Do that. Yeah, you know who someone I want to watch. Someone else I would want on there, obviously because they dive deep into it, is is Rikishi. Because yeah. it, because there seemed to be some shit between him and the sons. Cause like if you ever remember like when they yeah. were bringing it back, like they didn't really get along. Being the like, child of a wrestler seems to suck. Like I'm, then, I'm like based on every like oh, everything we know. Fact, that's what that's what I meant. Total divas. Cause didn't Rikishi not show up for his wedding or some shit? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's gotta be deep shit in it that I'd be curious to to like see. Plus, you know, obviously the other their other uh, brother is now I think gonna be on NXT or some shit. So yeah, he signed. Uh, mm-hmm. So. And then obviously he has a faction out there in the Indies now with the other cousin, like Fat something Fatu, I forgot forgot his name, Jacob, I think. Yeah, Jacob. But, 
I would love to see just more about what's going on. Like without having to cover that whole Samoan dynasty. Yeah, without having to get the same rock story or the Roman story. Yeah. I want we a Roman story, but not, but not now, but we've already seen like the rock side and shit like that. Like I would like to see right. that. Uh, let's see. Young Blood Ginger said, "Hey y'all, hey." Yeah. Um, Russo admitted to watching Jerry Springer while yeah. writing raw stories. Yes, he that. did, and they actually did. Like Cornette, you know, ripped him about it on the on the dark side of the ring on that particular episode. He's like, "Oh, but all his stuff was a was geared towards Jerry Springer, and it was just it was just so bad. Like that's all that he wants." Oh wait. So this is funny. Remember, I said I asked this question on Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm just now like reading over some of the things that people said. Um, and one thing that just caught my eye was somebody said the WWF Ring Boy scandal. Someone said WWE Saudi Arabia. Oh, I don't want. Oh my god. Oh right when. Oh yeah. Yeah, I caught on that plane. Mm -hmm. Nah, I want to see that. Oh, that's some, that's that. for me. That's that's, that's for me. Yes. That's yes, that's a good point. This person was hitting. Hold on. Oh, their account is cringe wrestling take, so that makes sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. CM Punk leaving WWE in the lawsuit that followed. With him and Kirk uh Cole Cabana. Oh ah. yo, I'm I'm waiting for, for some Austrian interaction AEW. I ain't gonna lie to Oh, because I Cole Cabana seemed like he was not gonna get over it ever. He seemed like he was like ready to die about his opinion. You know what? Since we talked about him, Mr. Perfect. Yeah. I would like yeah. to see the backstory of Mr. Perfect. Right. I I wouldn't mind that. Someone said Jerry Lawler's nineteen ninety-three accusation. I don't want to see anything about Jerry Lawler. That I will throw the fuck up. I don't I do not need to see Jerry Lawler's allegations, accusations. I don't need to see any of that. I will I will go three months without watching wrestling after that because Jerry Lawler still comes on TV. Yeah. So oh someone said Hogan versus Savage. I mean they kind of they kind of oh, they did. had beef. But I don't want to we'll, 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 we'll talk about him. We'll talk about him. I don't want to see anything with him. I'm gonna talk about him. Right. Like, that that mystery like, like I don't like him so much. Him. I don't even know if I want to watch Chris Hemsworth portray him. That's how that's how serious it is. Well, they did touch on that on Savage's episode. Yeah, he had a episode, yeah. I did see that, yeah. So they touched on that with um the red shirt man. You know, <laughs> and a lot of there was a lot of resentment from what I saw that it seemed like Savage had towards that yeah, man sure. uh, with Mrs. Elizabeth. Like, I didn't realize that oh, that ran as deep with Miss Elizabeth. Like, she ran out on him and was like, I'm going to Miami. I was like, oh, sweetie. Ooh. Yeah. And then the fact that then WCW, which I do remember, um, put that as a whole storyline and because like, they're messy. So, you, you remember you remember Matt and, and Edge? That's what I was gonna say. I want to see that on Dark Side of the Ring. I want to see Matt, Edge, Lita, Dark Side of the Ring. Book it. I'm with it. Book it. Because we know that that was as messy. First of all, they had Lita and Edge in the ring having sex. Like, can we like just flash back to some of this no. stuff? People Lita say like alone people say the wrong people win win feuds now. 
Like, why did Matt not go over? He is the victim here and the baby face. Like, right. I think the, the I values think of WWE have been what they've been for forever. Like, that's because I think, about, no. because I think even though even though he was in the right to feel the way he felt, he was doing too much. Oh, someone said, I wouldn't be surprised if the red shirt man has accusations oh, yeah. against him. Oh, he was, definitely. He seems to be all around horrible person. So, yeah. I definitely not- would not put that past him whatsoever, um, especially with who he was running with. Mm-hmm. Look, look at the crew of people that he was running with. Knowing what we know now, seeing what we saw, there's no way... I mean, I don't want to say no way, because if if he didn't, he didn't. But I don't know. I'm kind of thinking, like, first of all, can we just say, I would like to see an episode of Dark Side of the Ring covering, we can cover the Attitude Era in general, but more specifically, I want to know what was inside that sick man's head when he decided to do an incest storyline with him and his daughter, and then no. decided to change was going to do it with him or her and Shane. That, so yo, I kind of want to. I'm telling you, when I when I heard that, I'm like, Vince has got to be the sickest person on the planet. Like, oh, you want to do me? That's fine. How about Shane? What? How, how are you not understanding what the problem is here? Sir, and the way sir, that Stephanie just kind of recalls the situation, like when she was talking about it, oh, the, the scary too. part was she was just like, yeah, like I, I said no, like I wasn't comfortable with that. But it, it came off like, what what happens behind closed doors, sweetie? Because you seem you seem a little normal for that. It's, it's, yeah, it's, right, so, I, so, I, so I got one, but I'm going to read what Young Glass said. Christian and Jeff, you would like to see one? Maybe Hurricane Helms or Shannon Moore. Christian... Oh. I love Christian, but he seems it seems like it would be a boring story, like <gasps> for what, what I know. But I, but no no shame because I love Christian, especially Christian Cage. I love his music. When it hits, you get a pop from me. I just don't think that I would be unless I mean maybe I do need it because I don't know what's behind the scenes. So maybe I would. But you know, it's gonna be spicy. But the Jeff Hardy one. The Jeff Hardy one. Is Jeff needs like, a whole series. That, his that might be tough to get through. I ain't gonna lie to you. That might be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Man down and out like that. But yeah. I mean, again, Grizzly Smith episode. Once you see that, you understand. You see my phone down and out. And then to do that Jeff episode, then you gotta have Seamus on there talking about his feelings of them putting that in a storyline. Because yeah, that, that was okay. It's like if when you look back at that storyline, it's like these motherfuckers were sick. Like. It's it's like, it was it was like the fourth time. A bar fight. So this is this is what I thought when you said Stephanie. I want to know: Did Randy Macho Savage really get with Stephanie, or not? Somebody knows. Wait a second. I'm like I just started calculating. How old was she? Yeah, I don't know. But it's a, the big the big rumor has always been is that Vince never let Hold him on. back in because. Of that. Look, you about to. I'm saying, bro. Okay, Stephanie Marie McMahon. Hold on. <laughs> Toxic environment, bro. Hmm. Cause what? Oh, uh, yeah, right. She would have been a teenager. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. This is like all okay. Stephanie McMahon breaks silence on Randy Savage. Oh no. This was May 3rd of this past year. I'm pretty sure she said what? Nothing happened? Yeah, I pretty much guarantee. 
but Savage was never allowed back. You know they got that nose and them NDAs and shit. Wait, did I miss this? There was a A and E special. Oh, there was oh. Okay, I must have missed this. I didn't even know about it. There was an A E an A and E biography on Randy Savage that put light on that topic. Mm. So now, guess what I'll be doing later. I think I knew that that came okay. out. I just didn't know that was that was something that was t- touched on. I just didn't yeah, know when didn't that, know that came was out. No one has came out that we can credit and be like, yeah. So we know for sure that this didn't happen, or we know for sure that it did. Ooh. It says there isn't any concrete evidence to point towards anything happening between Stephanie and Macho Man. The special from A&E also doesn't mention anything about the matter and money flows heavier when there's some dirt on it. So it wouldn't make sense for them to skip this allegation if it were true. I don't know. We'll see. Cause Dark Side and Rain, they don't they don't cater to anybody. They're okay, like, yeah. listen. Season, I, think, I think looking at it now, because I just looked at it, season one was only six episodes, so that's not really fair. But season three to me is is heat, but season two got a lot of bangers. They got New Jack in there. They got the two part on Chris right. Benoit. You got Jimmy Snooker yep. in there. You got the Brawl for All. Um, you got the real Slap Heard Around the World. And real then quick, you got Owen Hart. Real quick, Jimmy Snooker. That's right. that's to me that's father, right? Correct. Yeah. Did he, he didn't murder somebody? Yeah. I'm yeah. alleged. Uh, yeah, no, he killed. I mean, he killed. Yeah, nah, it's not even alleged at this. Yeah, point. I'm gonna say it's not allegedly no more. He, yeah, he killed her. Yeah. Who did he kill? His ex girlfriend, ex wife, something like that. Ex wife, something right. like that. So he's, yeah. he's in jail. He's dead. Well, no, he's dead. Yeah, he died yeah. last year, two years ago, some shit like that. Recently, he died. Fairly recently, and then they, he died, and they. No, I don't want to laugh, but he died, and then they put him in a hall of fame, if I remember correctly. He was, yeah, he was not on the the the. So right side of it's at the so, end. so he murdered somebody. He's in the Hall of Fame. So Donald Trump is in the Hall of Scott Fame. Hall, I was gonna say Scott Hall killed somebody. It was but, like defense, but Chris Benoit isn't. Now you know. I, I, okay. So the thing with Chris Benoit is they went so know. hard on R.I.P. before they had all the information that when he came when it came out that first of all that, that what he did what he did. And then on top of that, that's probably because his head been done in from doing flying headbutts mm-hmm. for y'all company, plus doing steroids in y'all company. They, you you can't double down on that because it's uh, at least partially your fault. Like Jimmy Snooker is just it's all on Jimmy Snooker. And then right. for, for forever he. No, what I'm like, saying is they need to keep the same energy. If you if you're not gonna have a murderer, don't have a murderer. But but it's not the same thing to them because that's the thing to, to them they enabled him to murder for one for the other one it was Jimmy Snooker wrestled here that's back when because when he did it it wasn't just WWF it was territories and he came around. And, right. and they, when they give legends, because a lot of those legends that they give the Hall of Fame has nothing to do with what they even did with WWE. Because some of them, yeah, sure. some of the people in the Hall of Fame who was never in WWF. Goldberg. So, to, mm-hmm. so but again, at Goldberg. First, yeah, Goldberg is in the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. Yeah. He just went in, right? Yeah. 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 He, he, didn't do, he didn't do anything for WWE until the yeah, latter. Yeah, basically. I mean, yeah. Correct. First off, there. first off, they're dumb because they don't even really have a Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's, it's 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 stupid. As big as yeah, okay. so, that happened, that happened in '83. He was indicted in 2015, and he was put in the Hall of Fame before that. First of all, WWE doesn't have a lot of things that they should have. Like, yes, they should have a Hall of Fame, which should be should double as a museum. 
Like you have had this business for decades, and how do you not have something Damn. centered around? This man retired in twenty fifteen, like, but had most washed up wrestler in nineteen eighty four. Why was you wrestling so long after getting the most washed up wrestler award? Jesus, he was trying to push through. My whole thing is, I have always thought this. Right, hear me out. I thought that Vince should have built his own arena. He should build one in the East Coast. He should build one in the West Coast. And then when he could do the battle of, you know, the arenas and stuff like that, or the battle of the coast and have it like that. But then that also helps his wrestlers that have to come out of pocket with traveling because then you know, hey, if I'm here. on this show, right, I can live on this part of the U.S. because of that time. I don't have to pay maybe as much for traveling, yada, yada, yada. And then in those same arenas, because now you're keeping all your money in-house, you don't have to travel around if you don't want to, because obviously it's a WWE. You know, it goes back to that that phrase, if you build it, they will come. People are going to show up. You know, regardless, people will show up. He can do it in the middle of Vegas in the freaking desert. People will show up. Um have it like that. Have you have a little like museum underneath. Have the Hall of Fame. Have it like legit so that people can get experience. Like think about the way uh, the cafe. Think about the way Vince likes to make money from his business model and a lot of things I've seen and things I've heard about closed doors is there's too much maintenance and something like that. There's too much money that gotta go back into it. That's why that's why wrestlers don't have insurance. It's not like he wouldn't think about hey, I probably get even better wrestlers. They probably even go harder, all this other stuff if they had insurance. But it's I'll save money. So I'm not gonna give him insurance. I mean, it's, right. it's it. Once you can't make money out of you, you're done. Right, exactly. So that's the thing. Like, a Hall of Fame is like, at some point, no matter, I mean, yes, they keep putting people in, but at some point, you know, people coming in is going to slow down. Well, matter of fact, he got a little something, something at corporate in Connecticut. He can have that, it there. That, that's his, that's his like toy box. That's for him to see. That's not for us. <laughs> oh, just to go back on that, Jimmy Snicker was, in, was put in the Hall of Fame in 1996. So he, murder was in 83, 96 induction. 2015 retiring and that's when he got invited I mean, at the same time. I mean, ten, t- technically their Hall of Fame is a joke. That's what it was. Technically their Hall of Fame is a joke. There's people in there that shouldn't be in there. There's people in there that should be that, sh- that aren't in there. Like, Drew Carey is in the Hall of Fame. They always put celebrities in there. But... He was on He was on one episode of something forever ago and it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. At, least, I mean, at least the Donald mm-hmm. Trump stuff was entertaining and it was multiple episodes and a WrestleMania. Right. Drew Carey was on like what? Like an episode right before the Royal Rumble, he would make more years. money. He would make more money if he had a Hall of Fame. Because if you look at those episodes, I haven't watched all of them, but I've seen some. If you look at the episodes where they're trying to chase some of the, um, the memorabilia, like people I mean, go, people go hard for that shit. It, it would it would save us uh, all these legend nights, but I mean that's the proper rating, so they need to keep those every once in a while in the chamber. Oh, right, he's still stirring one up for all this stuff that AEW is doing. So, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, last question since we brought up AEW before we go. Tony Khan recently said he he has one eighth up the sleeve. What do you think it is? I don't know. The man is because he he oversold Christian like a mother. Like I, I I'll, I'll keep saying I love Christian, but he oversold it. He said he said it was life changing and it, 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 not really. Not really, because Christian is doing a lot there. He is, but it, it, he oversold. It. Like I'm not saying Christian isn't doing good. He he had a two great matches with Kenny Omega. He's doing things with uh, Jungle Boy. I like Christian, but he 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 was he was making it seem like we were getting Daniel Bryan or CM Punk then. So we did it. We, we didn't eventually get him. So who cares? But I, the the man 
It, it ranges from anything. It could be a Yo, little thing. It could be disrespect. Don't be disrespect Christian Cage. Put some respect on him. Hey. He's looking amazing over there. Word. He's looking, he's looking like he did an impact. When he left when he left WWE when the impact, he had a crazy run of impact. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking I think it's Bray. I, I, think I, think, I was going to say, I think it's Bray. It's either Bray or the Trios belts. No, we, he already said he's doing that, though. Yeah, but he hasn't actually presented them. No, the show, think, the, and we get more Trios matches. It seems like we get a Trios match at least twice a week. I think Ace of the Seas means a person. Well, I hope so. Who's bigger than Bray? That's a free agent. It's a free agent? No. Now... It could, in hindsight, right? Tommy now this, this is complete. Bleh. This could be completely like. He's a free agent now. That's all I'm saying. Oh lord, no. Um, somebody's contract is up in you know December. Not saying that they won't re-sign with NXT, but who knows? At this point. Who knows? You know, it's back to where it used to be, like, before social media, which I love it. Um, we don't know at this point. It could be Johnny Johnny um, Takeover. You never know. You, like, at this point? Because mm-hmm. now, before before Candace was um, pregnant, before that right. was a thing, it was, oh, he probably won't leave. He'll That's also before it was the land of the giants again. Right. And now it's like, I don't know. He might jump ship. Why not? But, I mean, I like, I like I Johnny. But, I like Johnny, but is Johnny a, a pop like that? I, I think it might be. Oh. I don't think Johnny's Hello, a pop. Uh, I don't know. I think, I think he's a pop. Yes, I think Bray would be the bigger pop. Yeah, but it all depends on how he brings him in. That you have to be careful with. I think that is going to be the most gentle part about this thing because you can bring Bray in, sure. But you better bring Bray in like you need to bring him in. Um, Youngblood says, buddy, yes, we do know that's coming. Um, Lana is buddy not a, Stop it. Lana? I liked Rusev, or excuse me, Miro's um, little thing that he said last night when he was like, oh, you know, what he said about God on top and his wife. On Yo, the those one-liners, every, they get me every time. Every time you mention I was like, like thanks yeah. for two things, God and a flexible wife. Great. You can't, there's no better than that. I don't think, I don't think, it's, buddy. I don't think Buddy Murphy is uh, ace in the card tonight. Okay, so or Lana. So yeah, I don't think so either. I'm about to say some people yeah. who I don't think are up there either. The iconics are really good, but they're not ace in the sleeve type of things. Uh, Tessa Blanchard, we talk about being nuclear. Davy Boy Smith Jr. I don't. I watch him on MLW. He's not that much of a needle mover to me personally. I like him, but being just because you're Davy Boy Smith Jr. don't mean yeah. automatically again. No. So who else? RVD is on this list, I guess technically because he's not on Legends contract. So. Uh, Alexander Wolf, not not for me. RVD, so, yeah. would, RVD would get a for the moment pop. Yeah, it's not a long term. <laughs> right. like, like he should, he would be like a Casino Royale type. Yeah, like just show for that and then get the pop and go. I think I think it's got to be Bray. Like no, I would have, I would have, 
I would imagine maybe like some of the New Japan dudes, but that would be like a crossover, like uh, Okada, Ibushi. Hashi. Oh my God. Like, I imagine those, but not the sign. Yeah, not the sign. Or we could get, you know, obviously someone, they sent someone to watch our videos and they're going to do our WrestleMania idea and then we're going to get credit. Yeah. All right. So last thing, like we said last thing, but last thing for real, because this, this isn't a recap like we should, like we usually do. But yo, Ruby and Britt was hitting? Yo. Were they? That Were shot was they? crazy. She's like, you the same? Just what well, she said, whatever she said. And she's like, and then fucking some dude in the back. And I was like, woo. Tell me, let me shoot season over there. Them boys, that shit ain't, that, that's, it's funny how this isn't sports entertainment, but it's more sporting than sports entertainment is. Like, this is pro wrestling, but. I thought Britt was going to be done, but then Britt was like, but you got fired. And right. I was like, I was like, damn. But I tell you, when Christian dropped that line the other day, I was like, oh, there's nothing off limits here. Oh, like, it's about when since you're losing, since you're used to losing on Wednesdays. Yeah, we get ready to lose a Friday night war too. I was like, god damn. And this is he's like, oh, your friends will pull you out of developmental. I was like, god damn. Knowing yeah. that Adam Cole is arguably better wrestler than the Young Bucks, but still. And Ruby, you know, that's right. They, and Ruby, they said, are, she said, she said, she said, oh, I always knew who I was, but now I'm allowed to be who I am. Like I'm, I'm right. I can show you now. Okay, AW. They're dropping them seeds for Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega. And I'm like, that, and I, it was funny. The thing about AWs, I do love long storm turrets on it, but they be dropping these seeds way when you know you damn sure not getting it no time soon. So it's like, damn, I don't like six months for this. But like, it makes damn. you want to keep watching. Okay, so of course. What did they drop? I missed it. So when they were saying, when, when, he, when he came out, right, on the pop, remember he called himself and Kenny two different things. He's like, Kenny's the greatest wrestler of all time. And he said, I'm a once-in-a-generation talent. And they're saying this knowing Daniel Bryan's going to be wrestling against Kenny Omega for the title of who's the best in the world, because they're not, they're not doing it for the title for real. So when you when you, when you weave that together, with something, he said something else on BTE. Because remember, uh, Kenny was like, so how are we going to tell him that you know we tried to get rid of him? So they're going to revisit that. So remember mm-hmm. how we talked about the faction war? We don't, might not get a faction war. It might just be Kenny versus Cole. And then you see where the young boys slide, and we're going to see might get my rush more because we're still talking about that. It's just, it's just I say, who are you playing to see for KO? Yeah, they might be, but it, but the thing is, right? You know, my, one one big, very big difference that makes a difference is, and it also makes a difference for Bray coming in is when is Adam Page coming back because we don't know because he could be the one who just come in and sort out Dark Order, or he could come back straight into his feud with Kenny. There's just there's so much like someone who's not even on TV that and he makes such a big difference without being here. So I think Adam Page makes a big difference on both of those points yeah. for us to know what was coming next. Or in three months or six months. It might not be next. Who knows? We don't, we don't know. Look, AEW is slaughtering it right now. Like, they have me wanting to travel to every freaking place that uh, they I bought, I bought my tickets for the Miami. I bought my, double, my combo tickets for the Miami shows. So Friday and Saturday, I'm in that B. October 15 and 16. I ain't playing no games. Bruh. Oh, snap. Yo, it's like that. Like, they're bringing that feeling back, that feeling that, you know, I was feeling like that yesterday when I was watching, and they were like, oh, the main event. And I'm like, damn, it's about to end already? Right. Like, Yo, that promo game is so tight, because when I texted out it's about to be lit, I thought I was getting Daniel and uh, Kenny. That's why I said it. I was, yeah. like, oh, I was like, oh, shit, I fooled myself. It's, it's so Oh, real quick again. Like, this must be done. But this is an AEW for you. I did not know I wanted to see Sammy versus Miro. I, yo, right? I, I was saying it because I was. Remember we talked, we talked about opponents, mm-hmm. and I said 
I didn't, but that was before Fuego del Sol came back again, came back in again. Mm-hmm. So I was saying things. Remember, I said Sammy could be credible, but they're gonna have to make it. He's gonna be a lot of stuff. But now you got the Fuego del Sol stuff because I didn't even know he had had a contract with AEW, even though he'd been there this whole time because he don't wrestle nowhere else. Because uh, CML mm-hmm. is closed. CML has not come back. They had their uh, pay per view, but that was it. So I'm like, okay. But then they dropped it. I was like, wait, time out. Sam- Sammy is really close to Fuego del Sol. If you watch uh, Sammy's uh, vlogs, which I don't anymore, but I used to. And I was like, wait a second. They could be dropping that, but again. They do seem to. Be, I think it's partially because they they're young. They like to keep long reigns, so it might be too soon for a mirror reign to end. But at the same time, Brody's run wasn't long at all. So I mean, we we really yeah. But that whole thing yesterday, I was like, I did not know I wanted to see this. But you, yeah, but Sammy could go. Sammy's no, really I know he. Could go, but I just didn't think I wanted to see the feud. So we then... talk about the future. We talk about MJF. We talk about Darby. We talk about Jungle Boy. We a lot of times people forget to mention Sammy, and he's the same age bracket. Yep. He's just as talented. Yep, it was fire. The talent is the key component in that one, you know. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm so excited. All right, people. We'll wrap it up because we'll keep going. Yeah, we, we really would. So. Let us know. All the people that came through, we appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all like it. Subscribe, comment, rewatch it, reshare it. And we'll be back next week again. Yes, sir. Hopefully nothing too spicy. Always, always spicy. <laughs> I'm so worried. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, that's what I should do every time. Every time we leave, this is what I should do.